Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Business of Yoga podcast. We are talking today about how to get your first job teaching yoga, or maybe just how to get a job if you haven't been teaching for a few years, or you've been kind of doing your own thing and now you're looking at teaching in an actual studio, then that is what we're going to talk about today. And I have a lot to say on the topic, but I'm going to do my best to keep this really, really concise and clear so that you can literally listen to this episode and then go out and apply everything I'm about to tell you and get a job like next week. Okay. Like I am talking in the next seven days, five days, I don't know, but we are going to get you teaching in a studio ASAP. So The first thing is something I actually wish I had done and implemented myself, and that is getting really, really clear about what you want first. Essentially, think about this like, what is it you're looking for? And I love to compare teaching yoga to dating in a lot of ways because you are essentially creating a relationship with another person, i.e. a student. And so if you think about it, you want to make sure you know what you're looking for. You're not going to go out and start dating and be like, you know, I'm not really sure what I'm looking for, but I I think I like just kind of want to find a partner. And then you go out on all these terrible dates and waste your time. And then you end up feeling totally defeated. And then before you know it, you are sitting in your pajamas, eating Doritos and ice cream. And you're like, that's it. I'm never going on another date ever again. And really it's because in the beginning you lacked clarity, right? When you are so clear about what you want, then you, you, save your time and energy because you begin to bypass all this other extra excess crap that you don't actually want. And I never really, um, figured this out for myself when I first started, all I knew that I wanted was just to teach yoga. And I'm telling you, I don't think that's enough. That is basically a recipe for burnout. When I started, all I cared about was that I got a job teaching yoga. I was like, I just want to teach. I will teach wherever, to whoever, whatever. And if you think about it, if you were to go on a date with somebody who came in the date with that energy and they were like, I just want to date anybody. I'll take anyone. You would probably sit there thinking like, I don't know about this person. Like this doesn't really feel like a good a sign. This is not a good match. This is not what I'm after, right? Someone who's like, I like what you like. I'll do whatever you do. That's not really like, that just doesn't feel exciting. So when I talk about getting clear, I mean, figure out like, what is it that you actually want to teach in terms of like class styles? What kind of classes do you want to teach is going to determine where you teach them, right? What are you looking for in terms of what days of the week do you want to teach? How much do you want to teach? Now, I used to say that, you know, when you're a new teacher, you shouldn't be picky, just take what you get. But I don't really believe that anymore. I really think that if you believe in yourself and you go out and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for, let the universe have an opportunity to respond to that. Like let the oppor- let the universe meet you in that place, right? So don't be afraid to say, hey, I only want to teach in the mornings or I only want to teach in the afternoons. This is a mistake that I have made, not even in yoga, but just in my entire life and my business where I've just been overly available, whatever people need, whatever people want. And you are training people to expect something from you and training people to treat you a certain way. And I wish that I had trained people 
to understand and know that I prioritize myself, I prioritize my health, I prioritize, you know, my family and my free time and my freedom. And in the beginning, I did not do any of that. I basically just said like, I have no priorities and I will just teach whenever you want me to. So really don't, and don't be afraid of a studio saying, Hey, you know what? That's not going to work. No, we're not going to, you know, we, we are only looking for this day of the week. And if you really don't want to teach that day of the week, let it go. Don't take the job. Something else will come up. I promise you don't start your career by piling on all of this stuff that you absolutely hate just because you want to get your foot in the door. All right. Because then you're getting your foot in the door of a room that you don't even want to be in, in the first place. So really get clear on what days of the week you want to teach Um, what times of day you want to teach and really hold true to that. Of course, you can have some wiggle room. Like maybe you're like, you know, I prefer not to teach this. Like for me, I don't want to teach on the weekends, but I do teach on Friday nights because I teach a double back-to-back class. I also don't want to drive that far. So I only drive that far if I can teach a back-to-back class, right? Or if I can get paid more money to drive farther. So that's another thing. Figure out how far you want to drive. And then how much do you want to get paid? Now, this one is tricky. You can't just be like, this is exactly what I want to get paid. And that's that you have to kind of weigh out if you feel like it's going to be worth it because every studio is so different. Some studios pay all of their teachers the same amount of money. Some studios pay based on experience. Some are going to pay based on the length of the class time. And for the most part, what you get paid is going to be like an industry norm. So while I would love to get paid $150 a class, that's not realistic for me, but also you can decide like how much you want to get paid in terms of, you know, if you know that this is what the running standard or rate is for where you live, then don't take less than that. Right. Um, but for the most part I do, I mean, I hope that this is fairly regulated and people aren't out here paying teachers drastically different wages, but I mean, it could be so I am only, I, I mean, I, I have worked with a lot of studios in Calgary in the city that I live in, but I don't really know much outside of the, the city. So, I mean, who knows what it's like, but really figure out like how much money you, you feel comfortable making. Like if you are making $25 to teach a class and it just feels yucky to you, then everything you do is going to be yucky, right? Your classes are going to feel yucky. You're going to start to build resentment and nobody wins after that, right? If that energy is going to seep into your teaching, it's going to seep into your life. And all because you took a $25 class, like live without it, right? You don't need that. Seriously. Okay. So once you have your clarity, the next thing you want to do is make a list of studios you would like to teach at or places you would like to teach. So again, this really falls under that whole category of getting really clear. Where do I want to teach, right? You make a list of places or maybe you go and you check out studios. Maybe there are places that you've never been and you think you want to teach there, but then you go there and you realize like, wow, all of the teachers here have to wear a uniform and they have to like squawk like a chicken at the end of their classes. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what's happening in a studio unless you've been to that studio. And so you don't actually know if you want to teach there unless you go there. Yes, you want to teach yoga, but I think what we need to understand is that the culture of, of yoga or, or the way that it's being delivered can be so different from studio to studio. And that's another thing. You want to make sure that you feel that the studio you're teaching at is totally in alignment with what you believe in and what you practice, right? 
and what your yoga is. I have worked for studios where I'm like, nothing that happens here feels good for me. And I just cannot teach here. I started teaching at a studio, um, a while ago and I left within a couple weeks because I knew right off the bat, I was like, okay, this just does not align with me. Um, there was a couple different things that I just felt very uncomfortable with. And it was difficult for me to like, you know, with good conscience, go in there and teach a class and feel good about it. Like I just didn't feel good about it. And the crappy thing is, is that studio paid me more money than any other studio has ever paid me, but I had to walk away because it just didn't feel in alignment. And then it becomes where I just don't feel like I'm embodying what it is that I'm out there teaching in my classes, right? So go and check out spaces, check out studios, go to classes so you can get a good feel of what the culture's like, what are the teachers like, what are the classes like, right? Some studios are very, very rigid and structured in the way that they offer classes and the way that, you know, the classes have to be taught. And for me, I love to have a lot of flexibility and freedom in the way that I teach. And I wouldn't do well in a studio where they're like, you have to teach this set sequence and you can only say this and you have to say this. Like that just would not feel good for me. And I am not going to enjoy teaching there and I'm going to build up a ton of resentment. So you want to make sure that you feel like, okay, everything about what happens here, the way things are done here, the classes, this feels good. And then once you've done that, you can really figure out what class styles you feel like you resonate with and which class styles you can see yourself teaching on the schedule. Don't go in there and be like, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you should go in there and be like, I can teach everything. I'm, I'm multifaceted or whatever. Like, I think that's great, but I do think it would be great to say, Hey, you know what? I can teach everything, but I could also deliver the best X class you've ever taken in your life. Right? So and being able to really communicate to the studio owner, whoever does the hiring that, Hey, I am familiar with how these classes are taught and how they're delivered. And I know that I align with what the culture is like here and even point that out. So after you have shown an interest in a studio or picked a studio and, and picked the ones that you like, send a resume, send a resume. I really am into like a non-traditional resume. Like I would toss a photo on there and people always ask me like, what do we put on a resume? And if you are curious about this, send me a message over on Instagram, either on my personal Instagram or the outbound yoga Instagram. And send me a message and be like, Hey Amanda, what, what can I do for a resume? And I will send you, um, an example of what I would put on a resume, but you can throw together a non-traditional resume and then make sure that you write something very, um, personalized in an email saying like, hi, like I've checked out your studio. I've done all of these classes and then really communicate that you understand the vibe and the culture of the studio and and talk about, you know, how you think that you could enhance that vibe or that culture. I hate when I say the word vibe. I just feel so like, I don't know, something <laughs> I don't like it. Anyways, you know what I'm saying, right? And then don't be afraid to also figure out who is the owner of the studio. Do they teach? Can you go to their classes? Can you actually talk to somebody in person and say, Hey, I'm really interested in teaching here. You know, um, I absolutely love it. What is your process for teaching? And maybe you actually start out with that and ask, you know, are you hiring? What's the process? Cause there's nothing worse than if you do all of this work and then you find out that, you know, they have a rule where you have to be teaching for like seven years or something before you can ever get a job there. So maybe you figure that out beforehand. But 
I would first maybe go take a class, see if you, what you even think about it. It's like, you know, Tinder, you got to see the person's picture. That's kind of the first point of entry. You go to the studio, you take the class. You're like, mm, what do I want to do here? So I left or right. Do I want to start a conversation kind of thing? You know, just like the good old days. Some of you have never online dated in your life and you're like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. And then the last thing is if you feel like, you know, you are, you're really new and you're having a hard time getting a job at a studio because maybe you've never taught before. And I will say, if you've never, ever, ever, ever taught before and you're fresh out of your teacher training or you're just fresh into teaching yoga, then it might be more challenging to find a job at a studio. It always kind of makes me giggle. It reminds me of like trying to find a job as a server. I'm sure it's different now, but I remember when I was younger in high school, I really wanted to like work as like a server. And everything was like, you must have experience, uh, server experience to be a server here. And I'm thinking like, well, where am I going to get this experience from if I don't get a job first learning to do this thing, right? So sometimes it's going to feel like that. The best piece of advice I can give you is start with non-traditional jobs in terms of teaching yoga. So basically don't necessarily go to a studio start with gyms um see if you know wherever you live if you live in a city or like a municipality if they have some kind of if you live in a municipality is that even like a does that make any sense you know what I mean? Like, like if you live in a town, do you know what I mean? But like, go to the city, go to the municipality, the board of, of the people and ask, like, you know, ask for jobs there. Do you guys offer yoga? Get a job at a gym teaching yoga. So basically anything that's not a yoga studio, but where yoga classes are offered, start there. Those places typically, I know at least where we live, those places typically pay less, but I am telling you, that is a great place to start in terms of learning and becoming a good teacher. I started teaching at a gym to beginners and I remember thinking, I hate this, but also I think that that is how I got so good so fast because I had to teach all these people who didn't know anything about yoga. And so it wasn't enough for me just to go in there and say like, do this pose, downward facing dog, you know, like child's pose, whatever, extended side angle. When you say that to someone who, know, who, who knows yoga poses, they go into the pose and it's kind of easy for you, right? Your job becomes just to then say the things and hold the space. But when you're teaching yoga to somebody who's never done yoga before, then we get into how do you cue? How do you get them into the pose? How do you talk about the ways to engage the muscles and to breathe and all of these things? And that is going to make you such an incredible and phenomenal teacher because you are going to have those foundational things so dialed in. And if you can teach a really good class at a gym, then you are laughing. You're going to be able to teach an amazing class anywhere. So those are my tips for you to start teaching yoga right away, go get yourself a job seriously. And if, if, if none of these, if none of these work out, none of these, if the studio thing and the gym thing doesn't work out, then try on your own, do yoga outside, post in a Facebook group and say, Hey, I'm teaching a free class. All you need to do sometimes is start doing the thing. And then that is going to create the momentum for you and the confidence. And that's the keyword here. That's going to create confidence for you to just kind of keep going. And then that will help you move forward with your teaching. So if you don't want to start at a gym, if you don't want to start at a studio, if those feel like too daunting, too big, if you're like, Amanda, I just, I'm going to throw up. I cannot do it. Then 
I mean, I feel like this is almost scarier, but then, then rent a space or like pick out a field and put it somewhere like on meetup.com on Facebook. I mean, don't get yourself killed. Be safe. Right. And say, I'm teaching a free class to help people to bring their friends. I know people who do like pay what you can yoga classes outside and they make like three times as much money as I will make teaching a class in person at a studio. So there are so many things that you can do out there. You are literally the only thing getting in your way. I'm telling you right now, if you do what I just told you and you go out there and you like put yourself to to work and you do the thing, you will get a job. I know it. All right. I will see you in the next episode. (laughs) Have the best day.